0: How's it going my fellow Americans welcome back to the show it's time for another brand new episode of the politics and punk rock podcast i'm your host andrew for america and today uh i had an awesome guest on the show and i learned a lot uh this is going to be a video show today guys uh so if you Want to see the video and not just hear the audio, head over to Spotify specifically to watch this episode. And uh, the reason why this is a video show today is because uh, my guest is Brandon Joe Williams. And he is going to bring a lot of legal knowledge and information uh, to the show. He is a California state national and uh, he is not a U.S. citizen. Uh, He does not live in the United States uh, fictitious corporation known as United States that is located in the District of Columbia, and we're going to get into what all of this means. Uh, Brandon's going to help us define a whole bunch of legal terminology, and he's going to explain to us uh, how to get out of the matrix, um, how to pretty much become a, what's called a non-resident alien or a national, a state national that is not a U.S. citizen and is not subject to taxation or the law in the United States. Uh, I know it sounds crazy, uh, but it turns out that that is in fact how, uh, the legal system operates. Um, I, I really respect, uh, Brandon, when he talks about, uh, literally pushing everyone and everything out of his life and uh, just having tunnel vision and diving into this stuff and learning and researching and putting in the work. And you guys know that I preach about that kind of thing on this show all the time. Brandon is a prime example of somebody who has done the work and has reaped the benefits from the knowledge acquired uh, through that quest Uh, from ignorance towards knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, right? And I'm going to be honest with you people, I sound like an ignorant fool a few times throughout the course of this episode today, and I didn't edit it out, I left it in there uh, just to show you guys that, you know, hey, I'm a human being too, I make mistakes, I don't have all the answers I've told you guys repeatedly, and I left it in there for those of you that need to find the courage to be wrong and to sound ignorant in your quest for knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Everyone has to start somewhere, right? Uh, Trial and error. You're going to have to fail and you're going to have to become okay with failing to really understand things and to grow and achieve and to learn uh, anything in life, right? So in this episode, Brandon takes us to school, takes me to school, boy. Uh, I, I, Like I said, I was an ignorant fool. I did not know half of this stuff. Uh, I feel like I'm kind of getting some of it now. But you really got to dive in and read and uh, put in the work. So in this episode, he's going to talk about, you know, what is a U.S. citizen? Uh, What is naturalization? Very important term. And Brandon talks about what naturalization is, uh, why all legal terminology defines people as persons, not people. Uh, What is a taxpayer? What is a state national? Uh, he's going to talk about a couple terms known as the *ens legis*, which is a form of your person. It's not the flesh and blood you, but it is a corporate entity. Um, I know it sounds confusing because it is, um, but he's going to get into all this stuff today. We're going to talk about what a straw man is, uh, what an attorney is, and the reason why it seems like you may already know what these words. Mean is because they all, all these words clearly have a meaning. But when you look up the dictionary definitions of some of them and the legal definitions of some of them, boy, you will be very, very surprised. So, um, I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode, it's very informative. Uh, Brandon, again, like I said, he takes us to school on this stuff. He's an author, uh, he's wrote a couple books I talk about at the beginning of this episode and um then we just get into it he tells us uh, all of his information is at one stupid dot com <laughs> uh all of his everything that he's done all of his free courses he gives us info this information and this knowledge away for free and it's up to you to do the reading and to do the work and to learn and to understand and to possibly one day be able to apply this information so that you no longer have to pay taxes you are no longer subject to the monopoly on force that our government has, um, yada yada, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So go grab a beverage, people. Strap on your seatbelt. I'm going to hit a commercial, and when we come back, allow me to present to you episode 174 of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast, entitled "Don't Be a Stupid Fuck." with Brandon Joe Williams. <laughs> I'll be right back. All right, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I have the pleasure of welcoming to the show today a man you've seen on my boy Ryan Dean's show, The Dangerous World podcast. He's been on The Wicked Planet with Ron from New England and Buckley. He's been on the OG conspiracy podcaster Sam Tripoli's show, Tinfoil Hat, he is a state national of California, author and common law lawyer and founder of the Amnesty Coalition, a group that aims to address the slave state framework that is created by webs of legal contracts and documents like birth certificates, social security cards, and the U.S. citizen fraud system. After a successful career in sales and marketing, he is now devoting his full-time work to research and experimentation in becoming a state national and writing his third book on martyrdom and escapism he is the author of don't be a slave to your clients and love is a battery and he joins us here today ladies and gentlemen brandon joe
1: williams brandon mr williams sir how you doing welcome to the show hello hello it's so funny hearing you hearing you read that cuz we wrote that <laughs> we wrote that intro like Almost, I don't know, like a year and a half, two years ago. So it's just hilarious hearing it now. It's just like wow, it's like a bit, a bit of a blast of the past for me. Um, I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good.
0: Uh, it's good to finally have you on. I've been wanting to talk to you for a while because uh, I I love what you're doing, and uh, okay. I I think I think that the my fellow Americans, our fellow American people, need to hear these things and I did a couple shows back in the day where I was talking about the Sovereign Citizens m- movement and uh, discovering your straw man and all of that stuff. So yeah. uh, very excited to chat with you and have you on the show today. Um, I wanted to kick it off kind of talking about the books that you've written so far just to give people an idea of, uh, of what they are and what they can find in them. So did you want to talk about uh, your two books uh, to kick it
1: off real quick? Sure, I can do a little screen share. Uh, they don't have anything to do with... Well, I mean, they they pretty much don't have anything to do directly with my research now, but uh, indirectly they do. Uh, The first book, this is my website, uh, (laughs) (laughs) onestupidfuck.com. Yeah,
0: here I actually put it on my banner here. Check it out. There it is, guys. Write it down, (laughs) onestupidfuck.com. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty
1: funny. So my, my books used to have their own websites, but I just kind of centralized everything onto one website. Um, so there's actually, even on the back of the book, it'll say like don'tbeaslave.com. That actually goes to this website now. And loveisabattery.com also comes to this website because it's just it's all centralized now onto one major platform for me. So this is my first book, uh, Don't Be a Slave to Your Clarence, Break Your Chains and Regain Your Sanity. It's all about... Um, it's all about... Um, just setting up like uh, marketing and sales systems in a in a, com- in a company and then how to handle inbound uh, prospects in a way to basically completely eliminate price resistance and to make it like a very enjoyable to have a business or do your job without having a lot of uh, client related issues, mm-hmm. uh, which is something I developed over many years. And I read probably 280 books and then I developed a whole system on uh how to create uh, really cool marketing sales funnels, basically uh, people think the word funnel means uh, you know a series of simple landing pages or maybe one long landing page that gets someone to sign up for something and pay for something immediately i don't like that model at all i I do what I do is I do a free course model and I teach how I develop free courses so Basically, you create a free course of whatever it is that you do. You deliver tons and tons of really valuable information that a person would not know in your field. And then uh, I do one email per day for a series of many days. And then at some point along that email chain, usually they become a client. They're very happy to become a client. Um, They've already... Uh, created a relationship with you without you having to actually spend your own time and I apply that in all my businesses as well as with my legal work. Uh, I have free courses for everything that I do and when I take over a business or uh, or an office that's the first thing I do is I start to put together a free course and I shoot the, the video and then I put it all up and then I create the drip campaign on MailChimp and then I um, all my advertising all my paid advertising on all of my Uh, businesses are all just to feed people into the free course. So it's very easy. You get a lot of ROI on that because um, you're just giving away a free course. That's all you're doing. So people sign up like crazy, right? And then Love is a Battery is my second book, which is uh, a book all about um, romance, sex, and uh, interaction. And it has to do with all of my research involved in marketing and sales because Uh, marketing and sales is essentially just seduction. So it's the same. I realized it's exactly (laughs) the same thing. And so what I did is I started to do a research into uh, how love, sex, and romance uh, actually abides by the laws of physics. So this book is actually a a book that connects the laws of physics to love, sex, and romance and seduction.
0: Very cool. Yep. I just... uh... Recently did two episodes, uh, Start Your Quest Part 1 and 2, where I'm talking about uh, kind of the red pill relationship podcasters that are out there, the craze that's going on. So we're going to have to get into that later on uh, because <laughs> I-, I make the argument that the wokeism and the and the feminist movement has basically changed, uh, you know, relationships for the worse in the 21st century. And yeah. uh, I, I kind of dive into how that's been planned and premeditated, uh, the attack on masculinity, the attack on strong families, strong communities, uh, all that kind of stuff. So, um, perfect. So the third book, you're working on a third book also. You want to talk about that
1: real quick? I mean, I'm, I mean, my third book is my, uh, I'll do another screen share. My, my third yeah. book is my, um, my state national theory page, which is my, all my legal research, uh, the, the martyrdom and escapism book. I, I put it down and I haven't touched it for a long, long, long time. I mean, it's probably 30% 30 done, but I just, I'm probably not going to touch that book for a long time because I am (laughs) really, yeah, I'm basically like full, full time into the research on all of this. So this is uh, my state national theory page. You can click right here on the website. This is an entire book and I update it constantly. So it'll probably never be in some sort of like a printed format because it just gets, it just gets updated or changed all the time, probably every month at least. sometimes this for a long time it was every day um for many 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 months probably a year and a half it was literally every single day and then that started to become less and less and now i come in here maybe once a month and and go through it um it's been rewritten hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times um and there's probably some things that still need to change in it or whatever but it's just a lot um so this is free it's sort of like what i call a living book um because I'm constantly changing it and adjusting it. And it's just uh, the text is just boom, literally on the website. So martyrdom and escapism isn't coming anytime soon. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you about
0: that because um, like you said, I thought that that was going to be the, um, you know, how to get out of this government system and, and, and how to become a state national and all that kind of stuff. And well, that's um, what
1: the state national theory pages, <clears throat> that book.
0: That the free, that's the free course, the one that you just said you're updating all the time?
1: Yeah, that, that page. So what I did was, um, I'll do another screen share. Uh, okay. the, 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 when I first launched this website, it was, in, it was on March 14th of 2022. And on March 14th of 2022, I didn't have a logo. I didn't have any branding like that. Um, it just said Brandon Joe Williams. You'll see it in the uh, free course video. So okay. I had this. This page is all there was. And, and there was a, a little bit of the state national resources page, which is just a bunch of random information and, and tools and resources and, and papers and all sorts of good stuff. Um, this was a very small page, and this was a much, much smaller book. It probably wasn't even the size of a book when I first launched it. And then uh, people asked me over and over again, we, we, you know, we don't want to read a whole book. We're lazy. We want some kind of visual <laughs> yeah, presentation. Right. So for many months I said, no, I'm not doing an audio visual presentation because all of this information requires you to be able to read. So why (laughs) would I do that? And then finally I had a change of heart because I realized that through an audio visual presentation I can probably get people up to the point where they will read. Whereas before the audio visual, they wouldn't have done it. So on, uh, on, on July 2nd of 2022, I launched my free contract killer course. And uh, the free contract killer course is a series of thirty-nine videos mm-hmm. that come to your 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 email box, and you just type in your first name, your last name, and your email address, and then you click here, and uh, it's totally free. And this is the audio visual presentation of what the state national theory page was. So you'll see on the state national theory page, it's numbered one, okay. two, three, four, and these are all different subjects, right? Gotcha. For, yep. So I did a video on each of these subjects as the research was in that time period, which was June of 2022. Okay. So the videos are all of the research up to that time period, which is all pretty much still the same. There has been some pretty serious changes, but it's not anything like horrible. But it's good to see the timeline of my own research. So I I I'd leave it kind of the way it is because I think it's uh, – I think it's better to just leave all of my fumbling and all of my goofiness there to show people that I'm not some perfect human being that just sprung out of some fucking hole in the ground <laughs> and knew everything. Uh, it's been a very long, difficult, not you put difficult, the work in. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long, really enjoyable, but yeah, difficult, uh, you know, uh, road. And uh, But now a lot of the things that I explain in the free course can be explained in a fraction of the time and, and much more simple and much more easy. Uh, it's just that it took me a long time to be able to do that. So, yeah.
0: Well, I, I respect the work and the reading. Uh, I tell my listeners all the time, they've heard me say it a million times, you guys got to go buy physical books. You got to get as much reading as you can in to understand things I mean, the way that things are set up now, nobody wants you smart, intelligent, aware, uh, especially of the law or of the power that the government has in this day and age. So, um, so let's get into it. So, state to become a state national. What is a state national? How would you explain it to someone that is recently coming into um, knowledge of the real way it is? How you are a corporation. How you 're an all caps name on you know your birth certificate, how when you are summoned to a court of law, you are representing this this fictional character person of you it's not the real flesh and blood you so um it's- i I find it to be confusing for people that are just Stepping into even the idea of knowing that this is something on the table for them to pursue if they feel that that's the course of action they want to take. They want to get out of the matrix, out of the system. They want to be live off the land, be self-sufficient, yada, yada, right? So uh, what exactly is a state national and you know what is the purpose of becoming one if you see that as your path? You're sick and tired of the way it is and you want something different.
1: Sure. Yeah, I could do a whole presentation on this. It's it's uh, very easy uh, to explain. I do realize that it's very difficult to find clear information. Everything you're going to find on the internet about this is quite confusing. Uh, and the reason why is because the subject is very difficult to fully decipher. It is truly like um, uh, Da Vinci Code. I mean, uh, in real life, it really <laughs> is. Uh, so I always have a lot of respect. It's like tax that- code.
0: <laughs> yeah, I always have a lot
1: of respect and appreciation for people who, who try hard, even though they may fall down uh, along the road trying to explain these things, because it is it is difficult, and it's taken me a long, long time. I mean, I, I pushed everything out of my life, uh, every person, everything. Either they pushed me out or I pushed them out, one of the two. And uh, uh, I have been probably since, I would say, September of 2021 – I have been almost exclusively obsessed in terms of all day long, either reading, thinking, or working on something involving this. I had I had a day job up until about six months ago. Even there, uh, I wasn't even. By mid-2022, I wasn't even hardly there mentally. Uh, I was totally <laughs> checked out. So, so you're going to see this presentation is going to be basically nonstop, all day, every single day, research, and not just in this area, but in many different areas, uh, for for going on what is that two and a half years now, uh, so I'm I'm gonna make it look easy. Uh, so <laughs> just to let you know, okay. So I just did a screen share. Go ahead and and pull me up. Oh on yep, there, sure. And then um and then I'll go ahead and run you through this. So all you have to do is um when you when you type into the internet, uh, this this first number here, you'll see. This first number here is the U.S. code number, and then the U.S. code breaks down into titles: Title One, Title Two, Title Three. So the first number that I just typed in here, twenty-eight United States Code Section three thousand two. That first number is the title number. Okay, so you can see here, title. You can see up here, you have the U.S. code, and then you have Title twenty-eight, and then you have Part six, and then you have Chapter one seventy-six, and then you have Subchapter A, and then you have Section three thousand two. Right, mm-hmm. so. There's a lot of laws. America, I believe America has more laws than any country in the world. Uh, that is done on purpose. Um, and there is something beautiful about that. And, and what is beautiful about how complicated our law code is, is that when you take the time to actually understand it, which no one does ever. If you anyone, <laughs> anyone listening to this, if you think that any lawyer ever, including people you've been close to in your family, has had even the slightest clue. You could have an attorney who's been practicing and winning cases for 35 years, and I guarantee you, I'll put money on it. They don't have a fucking clue, <laughs> I promise you. Not to be egotistical, I'm just telling you, I've, I've met a lot of people, I've seen a lot of things, and it, it has required two and a half years of complete, utter research obsession to Tunnel get vision. any yep. of this yep. put together at all. And these people, no one does that. They go to school. They don't teach these people anything. It's just like anything else. So just to let you know, if you have a lawyer and you think they've got it all figured out or if you think you need a lawyer, I assure you, the last thing on the entire fucking planet that anyone listening to this show or anyone anywhere needs is a fucking lawyer. I promise you. Okay. <laughs> I promise you. It's the it's like you need a lawyer as about as much as you need craps, literally. Okay. <laughs> now I'm I'm an attorney. So I'm, I'm telling you that. Okay. I'm telling you that. So now with that said, let's get into this. So we got title 28 United States code section 3002. scroll down to subsection 15. We have here United States means and then we have here the definition a is a federal corporation. Okay, and the word federal is capitalized, and it's capitalized for a reason. Okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's actually a special term when it's capitalized, right? So we have a capitalized F on that. Now, we're going to go to a different body of law called the Uniform Commercial Code, and we're going to go to what's called Article Nine, Section Three Zero Seven, and we're going to find out where is that federal corporation located. We're going to go down to subsection H, and we're going to find here location of It doesn't say the United States, it says United States. It's referring to the federal corporation. Mm -hmm. The United States is located in the District of Columbia. Mm -hmm. Very, very simple, okay? Now we're gonna go back to the United States Code. We're gonna go to Title 42, subsection 9102, and we're gonna go down to subsection 18, and we're gonna find out what is a United States citizen. And we only need this first part. We don't need all this other complicated bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. United States citizen means, A, any individual who is a citizen of the United States by law, birth, or naturalization. Law means contractual agreements or, or contracting in or having a corporation, something like that, which is given to you by the government. Birth means born in the District of Columbia, but that's very easy to fix. It's not a problem as long as you don't currently live in the District of Columbia. The term naturalization, this is where everything's at. This is where all the secrets are at. This is where all the power is at. This is where all the freedom is at. This <laughs> is where everything you've ever wanted is located. All your freedoms, all your rights, all your Second Amendment, carrying around mini guns strapped to your back, everything is located all here on the subject of naturalization. Now, what is naturalization? We need to go over to Title Eight to find out. Title VIII is all about nationality and uh you know all that kind of good stuff right Mm -hmm. and title eight section one one zero one is the the definition section for that entire title so there's a lot of gold here right Mm -hmm. so uh eight uh title eight united states code subsection one one zero one subsection a23 gives you the definition of the term naturalization and this is going to blow your fucking skull clean (laughs) off your body okay The term naturalization means the conferring of nationality of a state upon a person after birth by any means whatsoever. Conferring on. Hmm.
0: So so, I, so
1: I, I'm always quick to think that there's a lot of dark magic in these things because there's always secret definitions and secret rabbit holes and all that kind of thing. I have tried to bash this definition to death, This definition does not appear to have really any secret anything. It means what it says, and it's Mm -hmm. literally that simple. Meaning, when you go into voter registration and it asks you to sign under penalty of perjury that you are a US citizen. A US citizen is somebody who, who is a government employee or officer living in the District of Columbia working for the government, essentially, right? And the term naturalization defines that when you said yes to being a U.S. citizen, you became a U.S. citizen through naturalization. You conferred the nationality of the state called United States, which is a federal corporation located in the District of Columbia, upon a person, meaning yourself, after birth by any means whatsoever. You were not a U.S. citizen prior to telling them you were a U.S. citizen. Ah,
0: uh, it's like Miranda rights. Anything it's- you say can and will be used against
1: you. <laughs> yep. Same thing with wow. voter registration. Wow. So on voter registration, you signed under penalty of perjury that you are a U.S. citizen. And I can prove that California voter registration.
0: So the fact that you uttered the words, you roped yourself into this bullshit system, basically.
1: It's literally an incantation. It's literally an incantation. So when you (laughs) speak the incantation, you are now physically located in the District of Columbia. You casted a spell on yourself. You casted. they, (laughs) they, They tricked you to cast a spell on yourself, precisely. Oh, boy. So if you look here, this is voter registration for um, for the state of California, which is always the same for every state. They have to do this. So you'll see here there is no option for what's called a non-citizen national, which we're going to cover in a second. But let's go to let's go to the I-9 real quick and just just check that out real quick. I'm going to show this to you. This is fascinating. Holy shit. So everyone fills out an I-9 form when they first get a job, okay? Now the I9 form is the Employment Eligibility Verification form from the USCIS, which seen is the, the millions of those, yep. Yeah, and if you've had any major job that has any clue about anything, you fill one of these out. Maybe not mom and pop basement jobs, but like anything bigger than that, they probably had you fill one of these out, okay? Sure. Now if you look on here and and this is so funny because we we are my my group and my my mission is the reason why they recently added this little box here with the bold, which is really hilarious. So if you look at this section here, (laughs) uh, every time you've ever gotten one of these, this is what you did. You check box one, a citizen of the United States. We're not doing that. We're checking box two, a a non-citizen national of the United States. And we're going to be clearing up what that means, right? And, And the thing is, is that if you look, it's very, very simple. Here are the, the list of, of uh, acceptable documents that proved, and you have to prove two different things in order to work inside of our country. Mm-hmm. You have to prove identity, and you have to prove employment authorization. Now, the thing is, is that if you look here, list A are documents that establish both instantly Number one, the very first thing listed is the most important thing you could possibly have, which is the U.S. passport or U.S. passport card. And I will show you that you do not need to be a citizen of the United States to be issued a passport. Absolutely. You could be living in France. You don't (laughs) speak any English. You've never stepped foot in America ever. And you can get yourself an American passport with almost no effort at all whatsoever. Uh, it just comes down to understanding the law, and it is very complicated. But uh, because I've been studying it for so long, it's I can explain it in a way that you'll see it's very simple. Okay, so so a non-citizen national is not listed anywhere on voter registration, and the reason why is because they want you to naturalize. Got it. That naturalization makes naturalization is the trap. Naturalization is the trap. Okay. Now, the beauty of this particular trap is that you can naturalize elsewhere just as easily and just as effortlessly as you naturalized in, and everyone believes that they're going to do something about it or try to stop you. They never, ever, ever, ever do. That is the way this particular system is built. Hmm. It is a it is a, tr- a system where they trick you into saying the incantation and then mm-hmm. they develop uh, literal they – deli- they, they They brainwash you to, deli- to, to actually make you build a defensiveness against defending the incantation of what you spoke. For example, <laughs> I'm an American. I'm a U.S. citizen. I got pride. And someone comes along and says, you know, U.S. citizen isn't a good thing. You're liable to get shot, punched, beaten up, especially depending on where you are in this country. Not so much anymore – But five years ago, I'm from Indiana. You walk around saying, I'm not a US citizen, fuck US citizens, Uh, it's a bad thing to be, Uh, you're liable to get yourself punched. Yeah. Uh, So the thing is is that uh, they've developed this brainwashing where they get you to say the incantation and then they get you to defend the incantation, okay? (laughs) Clever. So what's (laughs) happening is is you are incantating yourself uh, into naturalizing into the District of Columbia, right? Now, the District of Columbia is not part of the United States of America. People think it is because of its physical location. It is not. It is not legally a state of the United States of America. It is a completely separate country, and that country is called United States. And the reason why they called it United States is because that country is composed of the District of Columbia and the U.S. territories, which are Guam, Virgin Islands, American Samoa, Puerto Rico, etc. Those are the United States. And then you have the United States of America, which is an entirely different country with an entirely different structure, which is the 50 independent nation states of the Union. It's two entirely separate countries. Now, if you look here, we're still on uh, Title Eight, Section 1101, Subsection A21. Here is where we're going to start getting into the definition of the word national. The term national means a person owing permanent allegiance to a state. <laughs> now, this is where things get really, really interesting and exciting and kind of complicated. Okay. So now, first and foremost, the most important thing is the word person. This is one of the most deadly words in all of law. If you click on this definition, it makes it pretty clear. I'm going to show you a couple of other definitions. The word person means an individual or an organization, and this is where things get very deadly.
0: Ah, Citizens United, a corporation is a person.
1: A corporation is a person, right? And I'm also going to show you the tax code's definition of person. It's more um, It's more uh, uh, in-depth. It's actually a lot more clear, right? So Title 26 is the Internal Revenue Code. You guys can see that by me going to the United States Code going into Title 26, Internal Revenue Code. And the definition section that covers all of that entire title, the entire Internal Revenue Code has a definition section for the entire title. Definition number one, first thing in line. (laughs) Here's the definition of the term person. The term person shall be construed to mean and include an individual, a trust, estate, partnership, association, company, or corporation. Mm. So at the beginning of the show, you said that, you know, there's this fictitious entity and blah, 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 and all this. So a person could be either anything, anything, uh, uh, legal entities, uh, legal entities are, are considered persons, right? And then if you go into, my website here.
0: Legal entity, but not a flesh and blood person. Very interesting.
1: Yeah. So there's two definitions that we can go over that will clean that up for you. Uh, Inside of Black's Law, uh, under uh, corporation, which I'm not going to pull up Black's Law right now, because it's just a lot to dig through. Uh, I have this all called on my website. But obviously, if you want to see the original text, you should, uh, you can download free copies of uh, Black's Law Dictionary on my State National Theory page. You can just scroll down a little bit and you can get the first through the sixth editions for free on a download uh, right here. So basically, let me get back to this, let's see here. So if you look at my website, we have two terms that really clean this up for you really well. Underneath, if you wanna find the original text on this one, you have to look under the definition of corporation and you'll see a section where it talks about the public corporation. Okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, A public corporation is one created by the state for political purposes and to act as an agency in the administration of civil government. Mm -hmm. So this is the technical version of the word straw man. Got it. Straw man, which I don't use that term at all. It's a very ignorant term, by the way. Okay. Uh, is a public corporation. A public I noticed,
0: corp- I, no, I was going to say I noticed that. I noticed that you did not use it anywhere. So that was going to be one of my questions too. So
1: it's a very, it's a very rookie word. It's like big time rookie energy. <laughs> okay. It's yeah. you, you use that, no one's going to take you seriously. Even though, <laughs> okay. even though, even though you take the word straw, you take the word man, and you can even type straw man into uh, into Cornell straw man. Uh, definition yeah it Cornell, makes sense
0: right. it makes sense to not use frivolous words in a situation where the meaning of words is the most important thing you're dealing with
1: yeah and and that people say like oh the straw man doesn't exist and all this well the thing is is that it's it's literally right here like it's nothing to argue about okay I just don't use the word okay mm-hmm. so if you go and type in straw man definition Cornell law it'll literally tell you right here straw man is a third party that holds property in intermission. For the sole purpose of transferring it to another hmm, interesting. It, it's basically like a shell that's used to steal property <laughs> right <laughs> that so wow. so so there's more to learn even on that right yeah and wow then,
0: i was ignorant of that for sure i had no idea that was the case holy crap yeah wow. and then
1: and then you you take the take the term straw man and you and you add the definition of the word attorney the legal definition of the word attorney and you get a really fascinating Mixture. Let me show you that. Uh, I think that's right here. Man, it's
0: like the glossary needs a glossary.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> that's all I do is just. Uh, Jesus. That's all I do is just. Uh, well, so I respect that, man.
0: Someone's got to be doing it because nobody's doing it. You yeah, know me. I don't know where the definition of attorney is. Uh, let's see. Hmm. I mean, just the knowledge that this exists is mind-blowing for people that would never have guessed that this was even on the table of possibilities.
1: Uh, yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it's it's one of those things where the whole purpose of all of this information is to make it so confusing that people just go away.
0: Oh, 100%. That's clear.
1: <laughs> and uh, we are not going away. We are. Um... Only moving forward exactly i cannot believe i cannot find this this is wild let me see attorney i know it's here sometimes i get a little lost because i have so much here right um let me just look at one last thing and then we'll just move on because i can't uh,
0: yeah no worries definition of So I'm assuming the definition. There we Here we go. You got it? Okay. Turn, go ahead.
1: A turn. Okay. So the definition of a turn, right? And this comes from the American Heritage Dictionary of the English language, fifth edition. It's um, it's to recognize or bring about a transfer, especially of property. To transfer something to another. To Whoa. turn or transfer homage and service from one Lord to another. This is the act of uh, feudal, feudal days. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. combine that definition a turn E with the straw man is a third party that holds property in intermission for the sole purpose of transferring uh, it to another. It's literally just uh, the uh, middle person. It's theft with sprinkles. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Literally not kidding. That's what this is. Okay. But the straw man is just it's, – it's actually a technical term, and people use it as though it's this very vague term. It's not. The public corporation is the vague version of the term, right? Got it. Another, mm-hmm. another term that's, that's the one that I use the most, actually my favorite one, is the term enslegis, E-N-S-L-E-G-I-S. And that definition is a creature of the law, an artificial being as contrasted with a natural person Jesus. App- applied to corporations considered as deriving their existence entirely from the law. Now I took this Man. and I took this and made fun out of it. I was like, you know, everyone thinks it's so terrible, everyone thinks it's so horrifying. <laughs> I went ahead and just made a big joke out of it. So here's my profile. <laughs> And below that, here's the profile of the Legis. So the Ens Legis is a person. And that's why my, my law firm is called Williams and Williams Law Group. It's me and the Legis. Oh got it. And I operate in law using the Ens Legis as a person. And every single person that works in the law firm has their Legis profile. Here's the Ens Legis <laughs> profile for Tracy. Here's Joey. And here's the legis profile for Joey.
0: And, and it's just basically the definition of what legis means in the... Uh, was it Black's Law book?
1: Yeah, it's it's the Enzlegious, or the public corporation, is a creature of the law, an artificial being as contrasted with the natural person.
0: I am okay. Andrew for America, a creature of the
1: law. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> so So I take the whole thing and make a big joke out of it, trolling the system, which is Perfect. what should be doing, right? Absolutely. So, so now let me clean a few of these up. So we have... Um, Going back to, where were we, we were. So that's the definition of the word person, okay? Now we need to clean up some more definitions here. Uh, the word state, right? So when it's lowercase, it's, from my own experiences, I haven't found this in black and white, but from my own experiences, if, if it's lowercase s on state, it's a non-incorporated version of the definition. If it's a, a capitalized s, it means the, the corporate version, right? Now, now the way that works is, and it's very complicated, the way that works is, The way that the United States, which is the federal corporation located in the District of Columbia, the way that it got jurisdiction over the individual, independent, non-incorporated nation states is by creating fake corporations called State of California, State of Utah, State of Texas, all of which are located in the District of Columbia, (laughs) and then using the power of naturalization to get you to naturalize into that fake corporation. Wow. So again, naturalization is the secret to everything. And you can prove that very, very easily. All you have to do is just go to, um, like for example, on my website, if you go to my Williams and Williams law firm, and you go to the questions and answers section, which covers a lot of how, how is this legal, and how does this work, and all that kind of stuff, right? So if you go down to my questions and answers section, which is another, area where I have a lot of really good information Um, you can go down to you know are you practicing in state of California and you scroll down here and I have a link to the uh, Dun & Bradstreet for state of California and you can see here state of California is listed as a business Hmm. and you can type in anything here you can actually type in um, you can type in where's the search bar Uh, You can type in, so state of California is a business, county of Los Angeles is a business. Um, There's like two different search functions on this thing, so I have to sometimes go back and forth, and and it's a little bit complicated, but if you type in uh, county of Los Angeles, city of Los Angeles is a business,
0: and why is, it, why is it considered a business or why is it registered as a business so that it can transfer property and money and all that kind of stuff? No, because
1: all of these businesses were all created by the United States, which is a federal corporation located in the District of Columbia. So the way it works is the original non-incorporated nation states, such as California Republic, which is not state of California, mm-hmm. is, a, is a completely foreign nation to United States. Ah, okay. So, so, so California Republic and state of California are two entirely different things in two entirely different locations. One is incorporated, which means it's a business, and the other one is not so when you do voter registration, you're actually naturalizing into the district of Columbia twice. You're you're naturalizing <laughs> in the district of Columbia as a resident of state of California as well as a US citizen. Jesus,
0: they're going to get you one way or another. They get you one way or another.
1: And that's well, exactly why you cannot uh register to vote as a non-citizen national. A non-citizen national does not live in the United States. (laughs) Jesus. A non-citizen national lives in a completely foreign, entirely outside their jurisdiction completely, unincorporated nation state that has absolutely nothing to do with anything having to do with the government or their jurisdiction or their corporations. That's all crazy. the corporations that you have that were given to you by the government are not located in the California Republic or uh, right. the Tennessee Territory. They're located in State of Tennessee or State of California, which is located in the District of Columbia. So it's,
0: so it's, a, it's a fabricated definition and magic trick, basically, in order to
1: keep control legally. It all comes down point. to naturalization. Naturalization mm-hmm. is everything. Naturalization means you have to say the incantation. They have to get you to say the incantation. And the way that it works is, for whatever reason, I don't know why they set it up this way, they cannot force you to say the incantation. That is considered unacceptable in this game. It has to be done entirely of your own free will. That's part of the rules. I, you know, people complain and argue and they scream and they yell and they say that's bullshit. And there's fucking police that do this, and but there's not. You, you, if you go and you renaturalize and you and you change your location based off of naturalization, they'll accept it instantaneously with zero fanfare. It's the easiest thing in the world. And I'll show you some more information about how this works. So if you go onto my website, um, I have a lot of free documents that I write and give away on my, I have my own nation, I have my own entirely separate nation, and the way that works (laughs) is very, very simple. Because the word state and the word nation mean the same thing, right? And I went around and I was like, well, what the hell does state mean? What the hell does nation mean? So I went on a long discovery process on that, like, how does that work? And I found this definition, and it's the best goddamn definition ever. And it comes straight out of the legal system. Uh, The definition of the word nation is an independent body politic, a society of men united together for the purpose of promoting their mutual safety and advantage by the joint efforts of their combined strength. But every combination of men who govern themselves independently of all others will not be considered a nation. A body of pirates, for example, who govern themselves are not a nation to constitute a nation. Another ingredient is required. The body thus formed must respect other nations in general and each of their members in particular, Such a society has her affairs and her interests. She deliberates and takes resolutions in common, thus becoming a moral person who possesses an understanding and will peculiar to herself and is susceptible of obligations and rights. I mean... Wow. (laughs) And this is echoed in the United States Code. Oh my God. So if you go to the United States Code and you look up what's the definition of a foreign government, the term foreign government includes any government, faction, or body of insurgents within a country with which the United States is at peace, irrespective of recognition by the United States. You do not need any official recognition to have your own nation and to have your own foreign government at all whatsoever. (laughs) All you need to do is be at peace. So what does that mean? The word peace and the word nation mean almost the same thing. So the definition of the word peace it comes i have it right here cold it would take me forever to find the originals on all these but these are all copy and paste so you guys can look it up for yourself
0: yeah all this information is in your free courses i i would imagine i'm going to free course
1: or or reading, youtube videos or whatever somewhere yeah it's all there. awesome awesome so the definition of the word peace legal definition the tranquility enjoyed by a political society (laughs) internally by the good order, which reigns among its members and externally by the good understanding it has with all other nations (laughs) applied to the internal regulations of a nation peace imports in a technical sense, not merely a state of repose and security as opposed to one of violence or warfare, but likewise a state of public order and decorum. It's very, very similar to the definition of the word nation. So so you already are involved in a bunch of nations. So the way that everyone in America is set up is they're they're a citizen of only one nation. And the actual real fact is you are actually involved in many, many different nations. And the only one that you're not involved with at all is the one called United States. It's... (laughs) That's the funny part. You, you actually are involved with all sorts of nations. An online gaming club or, or clan would be considered a nation. A work, your job, would be considered a nation. Your buddies that you have drinks with, that's considered a nation. Your family, your home family, is considered a nation. These are all individual, legal, separate nations. Okay, so I have a question on this
0: point. So if one wanted to petition our government and our legal system to change some of these definitions that seem ridiculous when you read them <laughs> out loud, how would one go about doing that, or is that a lost, futile
1: cause that will never happen because They're, of how complicated it is? They are using all of these <clears throat> definitions. when you When you dig farther and farther and farther into the law, you realize that that there is no such thing as an illegal alien. The government is actually operating perfectly fine in accordance with all of these definitions. It's the media that is creating a false reality. Hmm. Non-citizen nationals are essentially almost the same term as an illegal alien. An illegal alien is someone who has not naturalized, meaning literally has not said the incantation. If I walk, if I'm illegal as fuck, and I walk along the border of America, and I walk up to the, the border whatever, and I say, I confer the nationality of the, of the California Republic upon myself after birth by any means whatsoever. And I write that on a little piece of paper, uh, let's say a post-it note, and I sign it and I hand it to the, the border officer, right? It may you need are now be naturalized. Na- you are now naturalized, yeah. So what's wow. happening is, is that these are not illegal aliens. These are naturalized non-citizen nationals. Non-citizen nationals are treated... A million times better than U.S. citizens. U.S. citizens are public servants. U.S. citizens are officers or employees of the federal government. Non-citizen nationals are actual Americans. So illegal wow. aliens are actually the Americans. The U.S. citizens are actually working for the, quote, illegal aliens. What a mind fuck. And that's that's why you're seeing everything that you're seeing. You're seeing them come in, and they're getting free health care, and now they're getting, in in New York City, they're getting free $1,000 prepaid gift cards. They're getting all these things because they are non-citizen nationals. Non-citizen nationals are actual Americans. Non-citizen nationals don't even pay federal income tax.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, so so basically what you're saying is that, unbeknownst to them, uh, Americans... Enslave themselves
1: unknowingly. So what's happening is like. is that what's happening is is that you when when you when you confer the nationality of the United States upon yourself after birth by any means whatsoever, you are actually relinquishing your blood American status. You're giving it up to go and work as a volunteer employee or officer for a foreign corporation called the United States government.
0: Wow. And it, and would that be the Group that not only is in the District of Columbia but also in the
1: uh, Bank of London and the Vatican those Precisely. Big three that's why the, all yep. three of those places they have a flag and that flag has three stars on it. Those three stars represent the three corporate superstates. Wow and they're so kind they let anyone into those corporate superstates who simply say they live there. That's the only prerequisite to moving into one of the corporate uh, superstates. You just simply say you live there. And then what they do is they create corporations, such as even Belgium is a corporation located in the District of Columbia. Canada (laughs) is a corporation located in the District of Columbia. So when you confer the nationality of the state of Canada upon yourself after birth by any means whatsoever, you just picked up and moved your ass to the District of (laughs) Columbia. I mean, it doesn't even make sense.
0: And yet, that's exactly how things operate. That is just mind-blowing to me.
1: So now let's dip into these some more. So now we've now we've gone over conferring of the nationality of a state. We now know what that means. We now know what person means. So we've pretty much got all the definitions of this down. So let's reread this now. The term naturalization means the conferring of nationality of a state upon a person, which could be You're your businesses, you can confer nationality of a state upon your businesses. You can confer nationality of a state upon your trusts. You can confer nationality of a state upon your associations, your partnerships. What does Title 26 say the definition of a person is? 26 USC 7701, subsection A1. You can confer the nationality of a state upon a individual Trust, estate, partnership, association, company, or corporation after birth by any means whatsoever. The term naturalization means the conferring of nationality of a person, uh, of a state upon a person, which you can click here and you can see it's got a less, less detailed, but it's the same definition, an individual or an organization. After birth... Now, they say that because a corporation's a person, when the corporation's opened, it's birthed. So you have two birthdays. Your first birthday is when you were physically born. Your second birthday is when your uh, certificate of live birth, otherwise known as a long-form birth certificate, was processed by the Department of Health and Human Services. So you have two birthdays. You have a non-incorporated birthday, and then you have an incorporated uh, business, ends legis public corporation birthday. You have two birthdays, okay?
0: Hmm.
1: So what's happening is, is that you are two persons, and they never use the word people. The word people uh, is we the people from the Constitution. They can't use that word. So they don't use people anywhere. You'll, you'll, you can look everywhere in law for all day long for months and months and months, and you will never find the word people. They're hmm. not talking about people. They're talking about persons. Persons, 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 (laughs) right? So you'll start to see that term everywhere now uh, and it'll scare the fuck out of you, even on your driver's license, everything. Uh, The first lines, it won't say write your name here. It'll say write the name of the person of which is applying for the driver's license. You'll always see that terminology everywhere now. If you look for it, you'll see it. They're saying write the name of the person. They're not saying write your name. They never say that. They say write the name of the person of which is applying for. Write the name of the person who is requesting a bank account. Write the name of the person who is applying for a passport. Man, this is—it's like straight up occult magic, is what this is. Yeah, <laughs> man. So now we have. Now we're going to go back to this definition because it's really uh, important. So now we're starting to get into because you—you know—I use the word state, national, state, national. That's not the technical term. The technical term is just national, and it's not even capitalized, as you can see here. Mm -hmm. It means a person, which, again, what's a person? Individual, corporation, trust, association, partnership, company, owing permanent allegiance to a state. Now we have to clear up some words here. What does permanent mean? It means nothing, and I'll show you. (laughs) The term permanent means a relationship of continuing or lasting nature as distinguished from temporary, But a relationship may be permanent even though it is one that may be dissolved eventually at the instance of either the United States or of the individual in accordance with law. So it literally Mm. means fucking nothing. nothing. (laughs) Jesus. So So, they they added that in there to make people think like oh, you know, and this is where the whole like, people think naturalization means you're in a place for more than seven years and all this weird shit. I don't know where that came from. It probably came from this word permanent because permanent means nothing you can actually remove it from this particular definition let's reread it now without that definition being there without that word being there mm-hmm. the term national means a person owing allegiance to a state it's it's that's that's stupid simple retardedly simple right <laughs> but there is one word we're not sure of yet we have the word allegiance here what's now, a state so well we already went over state state oh, yeah, means uh, the same thing Right. Yep, 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 got that. So so allegiance, what oh, is... Oh, yeah. What, that's a really... A lot of people get upset. They're like, I don't want to have allegiance to the United States. It's a foreign corporation that I don't agree with. Okay, well, let's back up. Let's find out what does allegiance actually mean, right? Now, if we go to... Uh, <laughs> yeah. If we go to... So, so the DS-11 is the uh, passport application form, okay? And I'll show it to you guys. Uh, ju- 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 here we go this is the form that you're going to fill out when you go get your passport okay all sorts of good stuff yada 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 now I'm going to show you some things that they don't put anywhere and actually even the passport office employees don't even know any of this information <laughs> and you're going to it's going to blow your mind uh, because we see letters from the passport office that are laughably ignorant all the time not all the time I take that back Rare, very rarely every once in a while we'll see one so, so this is the DS-11, right? Now if you look at the signature area of the DS-11, it says here, I declare under penalty of perjury all the following. One, I am a citizen or non-citizen national of the United States and have not performed any of the acts listed under acts or conditions of page four of the instructions of this application unless explanatory statement is attached. So hmm. what does that mean? It means you can attach a statement that explains various aspects of what you're writing on the DS-11 passport form. Hmm. I've read a lot of them. I've looked at a lot of them. And then eventually, after a long time of studying, I created my own explanatory statement, which I gave away for free, on my Nation of the Amnesty Coalition page. And here is where we're going to find all sorts of information culled down to a really fascinating Uh, series of, of things right so first and foremost I'll show you the way that passports really work in a way that even the passport office doesn't have a clue right so the first thing I'm going to show you is let's see here Uh, I can show you a couple of interesting things here. We'll go over a few of these. So we have 8 U.S.C. 1401. For those people who say that I'm crazy about this whole national versus citizen thing, it's right here in the United States Code. The following shall be nationals and citizens of the United States at birth. And then if you go to 8 U.S.C. 1408, you have the opposite of that, which is – the unless otherwise provided the following shall be nationals, but not citizens of the United States at birth. This is very, very real, very, very real. I'm going to show you more things. There's a lot here. Now we're going to start getting into how does one get a passport? And it's very, very interesting because people think that you have to be a United States citizen to get a passport. Nothing could be farther from that, that fact. Right. In fact, actually it's very clear. Uh, CFR 51.2 so the CFR stands for the code of federal regulations it says here 22 CFR section 51.2 pa- a passport may be issued only to a U.S. national
0: sure.
1: not a U.S. citizen a U.S. national now what is a U.S. national Wow. We're going to go back to the definition section for Title Eight because we're going to find the definition for everything here, uh, Section uh, 1101. The term national of the United States means two things. A, a citizen of the United States, which we've already <laughs> covered how that works, or B, a person, which we already know what that means, who, though not a citizen of the United States, Owes permanent allegiance to the United States, which is again—they <laughs> use that same term "permanent" means nothing. Okay. So, so okay. So we have someone who's not a citizen, but they owe allegiance to. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Now we're going to go to uh, back to that same thing, and we're going to scroll down here. And here we go. Here's another one that's very interesting that that also, this is the United States Code version of this. Uh, 22 U.S.C., which stands for United States Code, section 212, this is persons, not people, notice that, persons entitled to passport. No passport shall be granted or issued to or verified for any other persons than those owing allegiance whether citizens or not to the united states now let me ask you a question do you need to live in the united states know anything about the united states or even speak english to 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 proclaim allegiance Allegiance. to the united states i'm gonna go with probably not the answer is on this yeah the the answer is no So you can attach an explanatory statement to a DS-11 that says that you owe allegiance, permanent allegiance, which is hilarious, permanent, uh, to the United (laughs) States, and, and, and they will play games and they will beat around the bush. And you can actually sue the Department of State because if you say that you give allegiance to the United States, they have to issue you a passport. And what do you need to work in the United States? What's the only thing you need to work in the United States as per the I 9? Column A, Section 1. What's the only thing that you need to work in the United States? You don't need anything else. You don't need all this shit. It's saying here school ID card, voter registration card, US military card, social security account, driver's license. Oh my God, all these things. What's the only fucking thing you need <laughs> in order to work in the United States? A fucking passport
0: fascinating
1: wow what's the only thing you need to open a bank account in the united states (laughs) passport i'm guessing passport wow so you can live literally anywhere apply and say i show allegiance to and you may have to sue the passport office they've never ever ever seen anyone do any of this this is brand new Hmm. uh people in the passport office they'll call you sovereign citizen they'll call you crazy they'll call you insane sure you you may have to literally full-blown there's two different types of lawsuit there's a complaint and there's a petition Uh, a complaint is for monetary damages a petition is to force an action you can file a petition a federal petition to force the department of state to issue you a passport and i guarantee you, you will win that petition guaranteed wow People say they don't follow these rules. They don't follow the law. That is not true. This is a religion. We are looking at a religious activity, and we are looking at their Bible, and they follow all of these things perfectly. The only reason why they wouldn't follow it is because they don't know it. And when you show it in a court of law and you show it to the judge, who they don't even know this shit, they look at it and they go, (laughs) God damn it, he's right, and everyone does exactly what you want them to do. That's the beauty of the American legal system is that there's so much there that you can do all sorts of crazy shit. And as long as you have the pieces and you can piece the pieces together and you can show it in a court of law, they will always follow your instructions. Wow. Always. <laughs> okay,
0: so wow. That. I, so okay, Let me, let me ask you this. If one wants to get out of being Uh, you know, I want to go back on the fact that I either said the incantation or I had a birth certificate issued about me when I came into this world. And now I want to not be part of the district of Columbia corporation thing. How does one go about doing that? And what are the consequences
1: and the negative effects of that, that people should be ready for if they make that decision? So there are no negative side effects you would think there would be, and a lot of people ask me that. The reason why is because you need to learn to operate as two persons. Hmm. Okay. The corporate person, the ends legis, the public corporation, is always going to be there. All your social security benefits, all your bullshit, all your driver's licenses, everything that's attached to that corporation. It's not attached to you at all. The problem is you are identifying with the ends legis as one person. Got it. Okay. That is false. That is tremendously, horrifically false. You are two persons. It's like going around. Let's say you owned a business called uh, Starbucks, and you said, I am Starbucks. Nice to meet you. Hi, I am Starbucks. <laughs> you are not Starbucks. Okay? It's the exact same idea. That is one of the most major issues. Okay? The most major issue is you are going around saying, I am Starbucks.
0: Jeez. It just sounds so ridiculous, but that's really how it is. It's that's how it is, crazy. right? When you split
1: Man. into two persons... Not people. Not people. People don't exist in, in our legal system. People exist in the old legal system before the government was incorporated. The government was incorporated in 1871. Prior to that, it was we, the, people. And that government, by the way, is still exists. It's just that it's not... It's like it's like 99.999% buried. It's like mm-hmm. bear it, but technically speaking the original common law de jure government which is actually each individual nation state there actually really isn't a federal government there never really was it was all state by state so California had a government uh Utah had a government uh California Republic uh uh, uh Tennessee territory uh so, so the thing is, is that state of Tennessee or state of California government is not, is not the government for the California Republic. It's a government for a corporation located in the District of Columbia called State of California. Right. You have to right. naturalize into that business in order to vote. Okay. Voting is the cookie that they get put out with the, with the trap over top of it, and you, you rush in and you start nibbling on that cookie and they yank the cord and the trap comes down. Mm-hmm. But really, the way they look at it is, is you pulled the cord. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it, it, I was just going to say, yeah, they, you did it to yourself. It's they the didn't really one, yeah.
1: do anything. That's kind of like the big craziness of all this right now. When you split into two persons, you can send your person into vote. So you can still vote. You cannot vote, but your person can vote. <laughs> oh my god,
0: it's so, so ridiculous. You're,
1: so you're splitting into two different bodies. You have a a physical body or a flesh and blood body. It's, it's magic, and then you have a corporate body. And you can literally look up the term corporate body. It's an actual term. So you have two bodies. Oh. Most people are like, God damn, one's one's bad enough, you know. <laughs> but, Seriously. But the thing is, is that that you don't have to feed and clothe and sleep the other body. It's just it's just a, a magical fairyland body. Ugh. Okay, so that's that's kind of nice, right? It's kind of nice. Yeah. But in law, you you get your own little chess piece. That chess piece is that body of which you've been pretending as though you are the chess piece. Now you're going to step back. And you're going to be the player who has a chess piece. Ah, that's the
0: key. That seems to be the key right there. Is how you're identifying yourself.
1: And whenever you naturalize into a trap, all you have to do is just give another incantation, and then you vanish out of that trap. And now you're outside of it. Hmm. I, I, uh, I hereby confer the nationality of the state of California upon myself. After birth, blah, 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 closes down. <laughs> but now let's say. You write a new document and you say, I hereby uh, confer the nationality of the state of Indonesia upon my person after birth by any means whatsoever. Boof, you teleported out of the trap and now you're in Indonesia. Hmm. Naturalization. So, so is that Naturalization how one- requires no evidence, requires zero evidence. And if anybody tells you you need evidence, you sue them. You do hmm. not need evidence. You simply say the incantation when you say the incantation that is the reality you have just created that reality now the cool thing is you don't have to choose one of the states that are already created you can make up your own state so i have the state of the nation of the amnesty coalition they can't define that for me only i can define that state because i created it I confer the nationality of that state upon myself after birth by any means whatsoever. There are no traps structured around that particular series of words. Okay, I created that series of words, Nation of the Amnesty Coalition. So there is no trap there. So if I already was in a trap, by conferring the nationality of that state upon myself after birth by any means whatsoever or upon my person... Mm-hmm. I have now if instantaneously teleported out of that trap into a completely free trapless zone. Got and it. it is that fucking easy.
0: Wow. So is that how one gets away from taxes then? You just identify yes. as this different entity? Holy shit. It's we'll, that we'll, simple?
1: We'll cover that right now. It's very very simple. Oh my god. So 26 Code of Federal Regulations section 1.871-1. Can you see my screen? Yep. yep. Okay, so classes of aliens for the purposes of the income tax alien individuals are divided generally into two classes Namely resident aliens and non-resident aliens. They're talking about United States, which Mm -hmm. is the District of Columbia Mm -hmm. resident alien individuals are in general Taxable the same as citizens of the United States now as far as I can tell from my research a resident alien is somebody who 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 is a resident of the District of Columbia but doesn't necessarily work for the government. A citizen is somebody who specifically works for the government and lives there. It's both, right? Okay. So it says here, uh, that is, a resident alien is taxable on income derived from all sources, including sources without the United States. This is what everyone thinks they are. Everyone thinks they're a resident alien or, or a citizen. And if you look at a W-9 tax form, this is going to blow your mind. Okay. So this is the one that everyone's filling out all the time. Everyone's filling out at W-9. I'm going to fill up my W-9. Right? So um, let's see here. Uh, certification. Under penalties of perjury. I certify that number three I am a US citizen or other US person what's the signature line say signature of US person (laughs) it says here the definition for US person is found below definition of a US person for federal tax purposes you are considered a US person if you are an individual who is a US citizen or US resident alien a partnership corporation company or association created or organized in the united states or under the laws of the united states by the way every single s corp c corp uh llc sole proprietorship business trust etc are all located under this line again because they're all persons If, if if the government gave it to you it is a u.s person now, you, okay. can, you can create what's called a private irrevocable trust, which is not created by the government at all. It is created by private individuals. A private irrevocable trust is the way that you can operate a business activity without it being a U.S. person, U.S. citizen, or any of these terms, or resident alien. Ah, so it's that's how only you avoid the tax, yeah. It's the only way you can operate a group activity Outside of the District of Columbia, is it has to be done as a, as a trust because the only thing that existed prior to the incorporated world was trusts. So it's the only gotcha. thing you can pick from. Ah, okay. Now the, the the District of Columbia or United States, they have their own versions of trusts too, but they're called business trusts, and they did that on purpose to trick people. So business trusts are located in the District of Columbia. They are U.S. persons. <laughs> Private, irrevocable, non-business, non-incorporated private trusts that have nothing to do with the government and aren't even registered by the government, those are located outside of the United States. So They would would be considered persons and they would be considered in themselves non-citizen nationals of the United States because they are not located in the territorial boundaries of the United States.
0: Okay. So so tell me if I'm wrong on this. So I can create a nation called Andrew for America. I can create a trust that that lives in somehow whatever. I can operate a business in the United States of America and not pay taxes in that way shape and form only.
1: Precisely because you don't you're not located in United States, you're not wow. yourself. You are not yourself a US citizen or other US person or resident alien. And your your private irrevocable trust is also not a person that is located in <laughs> the United States or is a U.S. citizen or U.S. person or under the laws under the laws of the United States or organized in the United States at all. Unbelievable. So, so <laughs> now look at here. They say a domestic trust is also considered a U.S. person. They are referring to the business trust, which is created by the United States. Uh, A domestic, when they tricky. say the word domestic, they're saying inside the territorial right. boundaries of the District of Columbia. The Internal Revenue Service. The word internal, internal to what? People think it means internal to the entire continent called North America. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's internal to Washington, D.C. only.
0: District of Columbia,
1: wow. The Internal Revenue Service is a service that deals specifically and only with people who are volunteer or non-volunteer employees or officers of the federal corporation, which is located in the District of Columbia. Wow. Wow. Now now we're going to go back over to 26 CFR 1.871.1. Now, now the term for a person that is not located in or working for the government at all is the term non-resident alien. So we have here non-resident alien individuals are taxable only on certain income from sources within the District of Columbia. Ah, of course. So they're saying, if you don't live in the District of Columbia, if you make any money from us, you have to pay taxes on it because you're essentially employed by the government because the government's the only one in that zone. So because you are an employee now for this particular source of income, you are now going to pay income tax on that particular source of income. So if I have eight Mm -hmm. sources of income and one of them is a defense contractor for the United States government, I would pay income tax tax on that one and only source of income. Wow. Now, here's where it gets into the, the trap. Here's the trap. And the trap is exactly the same as the definition of naturalization. It's just said a little bit differently. The trap is, and it starts with the word however, which is hilarious. Where is however at? Uh, However. However, non-resident alien individuals may elect to be treated as U.S. residents for purposes (laughs) of determining their income tax liability. Oh
0: my god.
1: So when you filled out your first W9 tax form, you signed under penalty of perjury that you are a US citizen or other US person. You <laughs> naturalized into the District of Columbia. You were a non-resident alien that became a resident alien by signing a W9 form.
0: So can you just can you just select The other option without penalty of anything or so what you're gonna do
1: is you're gonna go to my website you're gonna go to the nation of the amnesty coalition page Mm -hmm. you're gonna look under what's called revocation of election section I have a free document it's called a and this is exactly the terminology that the IRS uses it's a revocation of election to be treated as a US resident for purposes of determining income tax liability Wow all you do is unsubscribe i'm not kidding this right here is a letter of unsubscribe (laughs) oh my
0: god so i can literally put my llc that i have for my bartending business under a trust
1: and not pay taxes well you would probably just get rid of the of the llc completely you don't need it oh gotcha because now you're getting into a complicated thing where you have a u.s person which is the llc being found under a non-U.S. person's account. And that, uh, that can be kind of complicated because then now it's like, well, you're still a U.S. citizen though. So it's a U.S. citizen, which is located in the District of Columbia, running a non-U.S. person uh, foreign trust. They call it a foreign it. trust. But mm-hmm. under the foreign trust is a domestic corporation. So it gets complicated. So the, the way that I recommend that you do it is you want to be a non-citizen national. Uh, you want your private or trust set up. And then what do you need a what do you need a public corporation for?
0: Yeah, you don't need it at that point. That makes more sense when you put it that, that way. Yeah. And that's why the trust is clearly the way to go with everything you do.
1: And you gotta be careful with the word like. trust, because you say business trust or domestic <laughs> trust, they have their own they created their own fake version of the trust too. Everything oh is fake.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, clearly. Um fake states,
1: fake everything, everything is fake, all the wording, it's all just you know, if you go into a court of law and you say, I'm a pro se litigant, which means that you don't have a, an attorney, they go, oh, so you're representing yourself. And if you say anything or say other things, they'll go, oh, okay, so, so let me just get this straight. You're representing yourself. What they're trying right. to get you to do is they're trying to get you to say that you are the ends to Walk identify in. with the ends Now, you say to yourself, why? Why did they do this? They do this because of the, um, the 13th Amendment. Uh, the Thirteenth Amendment it made it made involuntary servitude completely illegal. It abolished slavery, and that's why I can do another screen share. Everything in America, everything, including driver's licenses, including uh, uh, even tickets that are written on you by police, everything is voluntary. Wow. Uh, I think it's uh, 26CFR601.602. It says here.
0: This is fascinating, man. I- the I'm going
1: tax system to- is based on voluntary compliance, <laughs> and the taxpayers complete and return the forms with payment of any tax owed. And a lot of people show me this... This reference, uh, you have. So you have this one, this one thing that people always send me that I think is so funny. It's uh, uh, IRS uh, scam articles uh, involving um, uh, sovereign immunity, something like that. Okay, if we type that in, uh, the truth about frivolous tax arguments, right? And if you go into these articles. Uh, people send me these who are new. They're always like, oh my God, I, I told my family about this and they sent me this. They have all this information, all this information, all this information. And what's funny is all this information is actually true. And what's funny is is that the trick on this, again, it's, it's so simple. All oh, this information, oh my God, and they go on and on and on and on. And, on. and what's funny is, is almost everything they type here is actually completely true. But the thing is they always use one word. Taxpayer. Taxpayer, 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 Everything all the way down. It's like person. Taxpayer, taxpayer. No. Taxpayer, 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 taxpayer. If I type in the word taxpayer, ninety-five times taxpayer, 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 taxpayer. Now, what is the definition of the term taxpayer 26 usc 7701 definition section for title 26 same place as person (laughs) we're gonna go down to title. we're gonna go down to definition 14 read this out loud go ahead and read it out loud I can't see it the term taxpayer yeah you read it yep means any person Subject to any internal revenue tax. Subject to. Subject to. So they say taxpayer, mm. taxpayer, 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 taxpayer. If you say you're a taxpayer or if you agree that you're a taxpayer or you don't, you don't negate the assumption that you may be a taxpayer.
0: Wow. Go into the trap
1: all of these things that they talk about in these frivolous filing arguments are 100% true because you failed to reject the assumption that you are a taxpayer they're not only true but they now apply to you you handed them jurisdiction <laughs> exactly right oh my god man they it's love that word taxpayer that's like their that's like bread their that's like their bread and butter yeah so so if you don't know wow. the definition of the word taxpayer you're going to get roped into that particular trap, okay? So the thing is, is that you are a non-taxpayer. They don't even have a term for it. I just say that non-taxpayer. Right? You're a non-resident alien. You're a non-taxpayer, and they're going to they, every time they write you a letter, it says, "Dear taxpayer." And you can even send them affidavits and updates saying that I'm not a taxpayer. Please address me as non-taxpayer. They'll send you a letter that says, <laughs> "Dear taxpayer, thank you for your letter. We received it." I'm not kidding. Oh, my I'm literally God. not kidding
0: that's crazy man so
1: a non-citizen national is a non-resident alien Mm. a non-resident alien is a non-taxpayer because a non-resident alien is not subject to any internal revenue tax unless they make their money specifically and explicitly from the government itself. And in that situation, they are not a generic taxpayer. They're a taxpayer on that one single and only stream of income. But that's a whole nother subject because the word income and what is it for a federal reserve note, that's really easy too. So I, even if I was working for the government, I wouldn't be paying any taxes on that because that's very easy to handle that. That's a whole nother conversation. But the thing is is that most people do not live in the District of Columbia. Most people do not work exclusively for the government. So 95 or more percent of people are going to fit all of the definitions and information found in this show.
0: Jesus, man. I I foresee myself
1: reading your free courses
0: over and over and over again until I get this drilled into my brain. And I want to thank you for Putting in the work and the time to create those for people because we somebody needs to be doing it. And for those of us that are looking for ways out and around these things, uh, I appreciate that you're out there putting in the work and doing this and giving it away for free. Like, how do you get compensation
1: for it? Is it really out of the kindness of your heart? You're just telling the world this is how it is. I mean, I mean, I see this country going to shit. I mean, I'm not going to have a country either if it goes Agreed. to shit. Uh, the, the, but the other thing is, is that you know, I'm I'm up. I'm way up. I mean, I don't, I don't, have, I'm not a taxpayer. I don't yeah. have a tax liability. So I'm way, way up uh, already uh, just on that alone. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, you know, there's a whole other subject called discharging and what is the financial system. I mean, I've discharged over 400 grand in debt. I'm t- totally debt free. You know, so I'm already like many, many, many hundreds of thousands of dollars up. And then on top Good of that, um, I have my own law firm. So that's for where sure. that's where I make money. Everything is free um, except my my two books. Uh, Don't be a slave and uh, love is a battery. Those are those are uh, on Amazon, and then um, and then everything else is free. And then if you want private uh, services from me, like litigation services, etc., uh, that's what costs money, and it costs a lot of money. Uh, so, but everything else is free. Uh, it will continue to be free. I'm working on a pro se litigant course, which is going to be how to everything you need to know to, to actually file and run your own litigation from scratch. That'll be free. Uh, that won't be out until probably later this year. Wow. That's uh, so everything's free. Everything will continue to be free. Uh, I definitely do not have any financial issues at all. So um, and, and it's just going to get better and better because we have a lot of litigation coming down the pipeline right now where uh, once I start winning some cases, I will literally be one of the wealthiest men in the entire country, if not entire world. Uh, it's going to get crazy. Uh, so I don't, I don't have any financial issues at all. And, uh, so for me, I think it's important to just give everything away for free and, uh, to make sure that everyone has access to the most basic information in the world. I mean, it's almost like how to breathe (laughs) this information. So it's so important. It seems like, and it's like, you said something about discharging
0: debt. Is that in some of your free courses too? Because I would love to learn how to get around that. That's who wouldn't want to get around that.
1: That's a lot of what Amazing. I'm currently doing and researching and litigating. So if you go onto my YouTube channel and you look at some of my recent videos, one of them is how to have infinite money, and it's a ten minute breakdown on how to have infinite money, and it's like legit. I'm not even kidding. Ten minutes, and I'll teach you how to have infinite money. What? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Man.
0: Well, Brandon, thank you so much for coming on the show and and thank you. Take, taking me to school today. <laughs> taking me to class, boy. I learned so much. I'm going to be checking out your your free courses and cool, man. I I I got to get involved in this trust and di- discharging debt thing, man. That sounds like my next step. And it sounds like a no-brainer. Who wouldn't want to do that?
1: Like life yeah, is there's short. A like, of, the there's a lot of emotional a lot of emotional stuff. People go through a lot of emotional stuff, and they've been lied to their whole lives. And it's 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 a, this is a big pill to swallow, man. There's a and it, just, it is. The more sure. you dig, the deeper the pill gets. So I will warn a lot of the people. A lot of people freak out and say that I'm full of shit and all this. It's fine. It's just an emotional defensive mechanism. That's
0: an emotional reaction to the truth. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. That's why I show
1: everything, every word, every definition, everything, because I I don't like to go on audio only shows as much because anymore because I like to show everything. I want to tie everything down. That's absolutely. the way I think. That's the way I think. Oh, if someone absolutely. tells me something. I'm like, well, where's that at? Show it to me. Oh, well, I don't know. And it's all right. Well, you know. Yeah. So 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 I like to tie it all down. It's not really Brandon is a fake it's like okay <laughs> it should be brandon
0: put in the work and you didn't so quit uh getting your ego involved in the reality and exactly. maybe uh become open-minded and learn you might if people want to pay
1: taxes taxes <laughs> are entirely voluntary if people want to pay taxes there's nothing stopping you from paying taxes
0: oh obviously yeah that makes perfect sense but you don't have to because it's voluntary and if you don't want to then you better dive into your material is what it sounds like to me
1: Yeah, and and my contract killer course is all about going back to all the times that you contracted or naturalized and clean them up. It's a step-by-step guide on how to clean up all of the major contracts, such as a marriage license, such as a concealed carry permit, such as a driver's license, such as voter registration, such as your passport, such as uh, IRS forms. What I just mentioned there, that list of things, those are the basic contracts most people have, where they naturalized. And they have to go back now and just simply renaturalize and re-clean up those contracts and send in what's called a novation. Novation means a change in contract. So basically, everything that we're doing is just it's it's a, it's a technology for novations. It's that simple. Interesting. So, uh, let's say somebody gets you know pulled over by the cops
0: or whatever, and you uh, you know not not to dive down a whole other thing, but I mean, it, it's it's literally learning how to interact and how to uh, identify yourself on paper and all this stuff you know it, it is because because cops and lawyers and attorneys and all this don't know all this information like you said um, it is the only negative effect possibly getting arrested and then having to fight it in court that seems like the only worst case scenario in all of this
1: no so if you look at a ticket book from a police officer it says the word complaint on it A complaint, by definition, is the same as when you're asking for monetary damages in a lawsuit. When you first file your lawsuit, the first document is called a complaint. So a ticket is a micro-complaint, and what they're complaining about is a breach of contract. That breach of contract is associated with the fact that you've naturalized in (laughs) as a citizen of state of California. State of California has traffic laws Got because it. you have naturalized into state of california you are You're now, now a contractual obligation to follow the traffic laws and you have breached that contract interesting a ticket is nothing more than a complaint for breach of contract
0: man that is <laughs> I got. I'm gonna read all of your free courses, man. I mean, Jesus Christ. I'm already like. I, I gotta go right now. But yeah, I know. I we, know. I see we, that. We we gotta got wrap this. But I could have you sit here for 24, 48 hours <laughs> explaining this to me so I can figure this out. I'm gonna check a lot out lot of fun. Your stuff. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And please come back on the show at some. I'd point. I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to. I'm, I'm gonna dive into your stuff, and then if I have questions, I'm gonna call you up and be
1: like, "Hey, come back on the show. I got questions. I need answers about some." Yeah, of this do, stuff. It. Let's so, do it. Let's it. Graded. I got a lot of shows. I got tons of podcasts listed on my website. I, I, If you sign up for my email list, my free course, whenever I do a new show, I try to uh, send out an email blast such as when you send me the link for this one, I will be sending it out as an email blast. Uh, so there's always good stuff. A lot of things are happening. I'm on shows almost every single day. A lot of litigation coming down the pipeline on my Williams williamsonwilliamslawfirm.com. There's a current and previous litigation page. All the litigation, all the... Uh, the, the summons, the civil cover sheet, and the complaints are all being put onto that web pa- website. And you can get to that website from onestupidfuck.com as well. There's a link on the left-hand side on the navigation to go to the uh, law firm website. So it's all there. It's all pretty easy to find. Uh, it's just a lot to look through, but it's all pretty easy to locate. It just takes some – it's like sitting down to a Thanksgiving meal. You don't eat it all in one bite basically. For sure. And and again, I want
0: to thank you for putting the work in and, and giving this information to the world. And I love the name of your website for people to go check this out because I want to end the show today by saying, my fellow Americans, don't be a stupid fuck and not go check out Brandon's website where he has all of this very helpful, useful information that you should clearly Consider and take a look at. So, Brandon, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, please come back in the future, and Thanks, I guys. will be in contact with you uh, about my questions from your <laughs> course material once I dive in. So, uh, anything else you want to plug? Anything else you want to point people towards? Uh, There's a lot of we, places we can and, go
1: to, but but they're all going to be you know they're all going to be a whole new a whole new string, and it's something you got to head out. So it's just not going to. There's a lot more to this. Uh, a lot of what we're into right now is the financial side, and, and the financial side is pretty wild. Um, you can get any bill, anything to just vanish, but they will fight you like crazy. So we, we have to litigate to get it done. So right now, what we're doing is we're kind of uh, evolving into becoming experts in like full mainline litigation. You do not need a license or a bar card to litigate at all. Wow
0: so you can you can represent yourself and you give people the tools to do that effectively and properly that's yeah so, we, so there's two
1: different terms there's attorney at law and attorney in fact attorney in fact is a fully legal attorney and all you need to become an attorney in fact is what's called a power of attorney which is literally just a contract <laughs> once you have the contract you are legally an attorney in fact
0: man I'm diving in. I'm going to have you back on. We're going to go over this again. Please come back and take us to school. I appreciate it, Brandon. Love it. Uh, that's the show, people. I'm sorry. I got prior engagements. I got to get out of here early, but Brandon's <laughs> going to come back in the future, and uh, we, can do, we can set aside a lot more time to dive into the stuff, and I fully intend to do that. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, for Brandon Williams, for Andrew, for America, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. All right, people. Welcome back to the show. It's time to play some punk rock <clears throat> today. Making their debut on the show is a band from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And uh, their little bio on Spotify says they are Uh, Scatterbrained sing-alongs with subversive spontaneity. Punk rock from High Point, North Carolina and Pittsburgh, PA. Ladies and gentlemen, making their debut on the Politics and Punk Rock podcast. Here's 30 is Dead with their Christmas song. It's a little belated, but I like it. I like it. Entitled, Treason's Greetings. The All right, people, that was the band 30 is dead with their song Treasons Greetings. Go check them out on Spotify. That's the show, people. Go to the website, politicsandpunkrockpodcast.com. Buy some merch. uh, Donate to the show. Check out uh, my music by clicking on the SoundCloud link. Check out the playlist for the show on Spotify by clicking the Spotify link. Give me a five-star review if you would. I'd really appreciate it. I love you guys. Thank you. Good night. We'll see you next time. This has been episode 174 of the Politics and Punk Rock podcast entitled Don't Be a Stupid Fuck with Brandon Joe Williams. We'll see you next time.